Hello darlings, Bunny Galore here, the queen of the cult movies, and welcome. You are checking into the Horror Motel. This week at the Horror Motel, it's getting dark outside. There's a moon in the sky, and perhaps maybe the sounds of bats in the difference. And it's not just talking about Alison June Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bat in the distance. I yeah. am the bat in the distance, everyone. You're, yeah, you're the bat in my belfry, darling. Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How are you, my angel? How are you feeling I'm- this week? I'm good, thank you very much. I am. Uh, I'm getting excited because I am preparing to MC my uh, cousin's wedding. Oh, that's so about. strange. Yes. yes, I've just yes. been to a wedding myself. Um, uh, Harriet Thorpe, actress friend Harriet Thorpe, just gone into EastEnders. Super proud stage mother here. Uh, <laughs> I've just like I've just caught up on all her episodes. Her daughter is uh, just got married. So um, yeah, that was super fun. Uh, and I've not been to a wedding for quite a while. So you're emceeing it. Does that mean as in the the dinner and the evening do? Which, yeah, so more or that... less, I'm just kind of like mm-hmm. uh, hurting people after the wedding. We go for right. drinks, and then we go, and then speeches. So I'm kind of emceeing right. the speeches part is what I'm doing, which yes. will be that's great though. That's lovely. A, that's a really good idea. Is the is the fr- is it, uh, who do you know? The bride or the groom? Uh, the, well, the groom is my cousin. So that is how I know him. Yeah. And then uh, I know the bride now uh, a little bit, uh, which has been interesting when you're trying to write (laughs) and you're like, I actually know nothing about her. So I was calling the bridesmaids and they're like, oh, you know, when she does this, you know what she's like. And I was like, I I have no clue. Actually, I don't really know, which is why I'm talking to you. Uh, But it should be it should be very fun. Very exciting Mm. to MC a wedding in Nutsford. Nutsford, everyone. That's where we'll be. Yeah. I don't know where that is. Where is that? Kind of Warrington way. So in oh, okay. between Manchester Right. Liverpool. Yes, no, I do know Warrington. Yeah. I, do, I have been to Warrington. Yeah. Um, indeed, I have. Uh, it's weird. Isn't it? I never was a great fan of weddings growing up. Partly no. because I think I knew... At this point, remember, it was illegal. Gay marriage was illegal. So I think I probably would look at it as a slightly... A subject that I was never going to be included in. So I was a bit like, <laughs> mm. I kind of was resistant to the idea of weddings. Uh, and therefore, as uh, in my 20s and 30s, I never went to, uh, I avoided them really. And then when gay marriage became a thing, I was still a bit like, well, you know, uh, that I'm such a contrary only child sometimes. It's, it's like, it, it's that. <laughs> it's that reaction to it of someone going oh that thing that you weren't allowed to do oh yeah you can do it now and I'm like sod off no I'm not doing it I don't need it yeah Um, Yeah. and then I came around to thinking be grateful stop reacting like it's like like you know it's not not making you do homework it's um so i've been to quite a few i have been to a gay wedding i've been to a few friends straight obviously straight weddings um and i really love them now but i tend to be quite choosy about where who I go to I guess um it has to be people I care about and I want to see them do I want to see the, the thing I don't um but I'm glad you're emceeing it because it gosh knows that can be really quite dire sometimes the speeches yeah 
Um, yeah, it can be a little. It can I mean, be a we'll see bit, how it goes. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what how my humor mm. goes over. It'll be. I, I basically <laughs> I made a joke about how they haven't they haven't got me to do this because I'm an MC uh, because I'm a comedian, not because I'm a professional. It's just that I'm a loud North American, so they're gonna <laughs> throw me in front of the Brits to be like, listen to this one go on, and then listen yeah. to one of us, and then listen to this one go on. So literally, I feel like. A, but that's a good because it'll, pony, which is it fine. will. <laughs> 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 Here I am. Yeah, 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 yes, I get, yeah, but yeah, I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, Which is fine. I don't mind. I'll pony it up. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me strut but, my stuff. Yeah, it will be great to raise the energy. I think, uh, I think because so. it can be a little bit trite. It can be a little bit sort of. Do you ever? Obviously, there's no pressure because you obviously have a partner now. But did you grow up? Let's. I'll ask you this question. Did you grow yes. up? Want, wanting a white wedding and the white wedding dress and everything. Did you have that fantasy? No. No, I never did. <laughs> Only because... <laughs> I, that was a pretty quick answer. See that quick answer? No. no. Because my <laughs> fantasy was to be, yeah, famous. A famous actress, a famous right, singer. Right, sure. My fantasies... And I used to say this, you know, I, my Barbie... When I was growing up and I played with Barbie, uh-huh. uh, she was never married. Ken was always her boyfriend. He would come, he would go, he would come, yeah. he would go. Sometimes Barbie, not always. Uh, but like, yeah. it, it was never, Barbie was busy, right? She had things to do. Yeah. She was a woman on the town. Mm. And I feel like it's interesting because I'm like, oh wow, the fact that my Barbie <laughs> was doing that. Like, you know, I never, and I always see marriage as kind of like this, I don't know, like, oh, you're going to marry my daughter. Here's 14 cows, and thank you for, do you know what I mean? Like, I always saw it as such an old school, like, oh, great, I'm I'm married off, and, you know, now I'm the property of this. I always felt like marriage came from that, so I was always like, oh, God. So for me, it's never been a big thing. Also, I don't see a wedding as like my one big day. If a wedding is my one big day, kill me. If that's the only thing that, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, here's the thing. A lot of people want a wedding. They don't want a marriage. I look forward to a marriage. I don't need the wedding. That's how I yes, feel about it all. Yes, yes. You know, the, yeah. the, a big few difference. days ago, yeah, big difference. Funny enough, a couple of days ago, someone was telling me, I can't think who it was now, was telling that the friends were having a um a uh, 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 what, what 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 before gay marriage you had um a civil par- civil like civil, a partnership. civil partnership civil partnership yeah. <laughs> work because it's such a it feels quite a long time ago now doesn't it, it feels quite anarchic oh God, but yeah. they, so they and they're a straight couple and they were going to have a civil partnership now i think some people would be quite annoyed at that going like well how you know why are you doing that when you can get married you've always been allowed to get married right right but then i i, I didn't have that reaction I, not that i cared either way before but uh this time i went you know what that Actually, the partner, I think the civil sounds a little bit like a civic centre, probably doesn't sound as very romantic, does it? But the partnership bit suddenly made me go, well, I guess with a civil partnership, you're not having say the words, uh, I obey and, you know, uh, all those things. Um, So I suddenly went, that suddenly makes, it's possibly not the most romantic of titles. I think that's possibly why Uh, it always sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? But if you say partnership... Yeah, that's that suddenly made so much more sense. I went, yeah, I can understand yeah. you wanting to do that. If you don't want to do an old-fashioned, you know, the three goats and um, 
the white veil and you know the the rest of it yeah, if you exactly. don't want to, it's like oh actually that you know i totally get that um on the other hand i can understand why people one of my friends made a whole tv show about sort of wedding dresses so i mean i kind of got more into it uh, uh, and i would go and see filming and get, be like oh yeah i get it completely <laughs> i'm completely loving loving the fairy tale side of the dress and everything like that it's like fantastic um some better than others obviously uh people do sure. that do their own version of that but yeah i yeah i can kind of get it's um yeah it's i think in 2023 where we are now is it an old-fashioned heteronormative you know (laughs) casket of a of a a way of like putting two people together is it very old school yes it is some people like that i guess not for me particularly never going to happen hell would freeze (laughs) yeah i just to me it's like I literally, I joke all the time. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm not fussed about getting married. You know, you want, you want to, you want to trap someone, get a mortgage. That's what I always say, right? <laughs> Good luck getting out of that. A mortgage. That's, far, That's forever. Far, far. That's bricks and mortar, everyone. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, actually, funny she said a, f- a friend of uh, two friends. My, it's fun. Oh, I won't say who they are, but they, the uh, couple. But what, uh, one of the two couples that were introduced into my life where they came as a couple rather than they became a couple since I've known them and they yeah they've just broken up and unfortunately uh, they are married they have a business together and they have a mortgage together and I was like ah! that's literally oh, that's a night. lot of things it's a lot to... to unpick isn't it if, if I was like <laughs> I had lunch with them this week and I was like well thank you for completely confirming that I will never get myself into that situation <laughs> Because I didn't mm-hmm. think it was a good idea before. Now I'm like, not, not in a million years. One of those things is bad enough, let alone all three. I was like, yeah, that's just horrific. Uh, it has to be done. You have to be grown up about these things. And, you know, they, they'll be able to do it, of course. But if they go, yeah, yep, nope, nope, not, not in a million years. Never no. going to do it. Nope, nope, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, hey, I might get married at some point. My my boyfriend has actually, you know, discussed it and brought it up with me. And mm. we've done a, a very gentle proposal. And I was like, oh, Ooh. I'll marry you one day. But, yeah. Proposition. Well, but, like, but there's no, we don't need, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to rush into this, babe. We don't, don't, don't let the man tell you what to do. Like, you exactly. know, I'm like, oh, God. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Yeah, don't let the man tell you what to do. Exactly. Uh, so that's that's what's going to go on with me. What about you? What have you been up to this week, my love? Or what are you about to embark on this week? Or what's? Well, I'm, I've started doing... One of the funniest things is I've not gigged live. Uh, and as of recording of this, I'm about to uh, gig in Soho for the first time in about a year or so. So um, all oh. all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what it's a quite a fun city night. It's called a spin the wheel thing. I think if you, I, I'm complete. I've never seen this night before, so I have no idea how it runs. It could go horribly wrong, but I think I have enough charm and charisma to get myself through the evening. But it, it will you be absolutely it, I, do. I think it's one of those. One of those. It's a silly. It's a, it's less about singing and performing, more like being a host mode. Um, so I think what happens is, and I think this is quite a funny idea. Like they, they all get when well, you buy a drink. You get a ticket, and then you. I guess that it's like. I guess it's like bingo, and uh, if you spin, I have a wheel to spin, and if you if the number comes up on the wheel, you win win something. I don't know what you know. Married marrying bunny galore. That's what happens if you spin the wheel. Um, <laughs> so that's gonna be very fun. I'm and I'm equal parts like mystified, and I keep on going into things like going yeah sure yeah okay 
Uh, and yeah. then just kind of turning up and going like, yeah, whatever happens, happens type of thing. And I, I, I've kind of gone past the, yeah, I, last week I was talking about one of the shoes breaking when I went to a gig last weekend. It, it, even though it did pump my adrenaline up quite a lot, I was like, yeah, okay, fine. This is one time I haven't got a spare, I haven't got a spare pair back at the my friend's flat where I was getting changed. So I have I, there's no alternative apart from to carry on to the gig and try and fix it. Isn't that weird? It's just kind of going to full battle mode. So um yeah. And I suppose I have over the years, as I'm sure you have as well, as Alison, you've been in situations where we are getting changed in disabled toilets. We are kind of, you know, it's very Wild West. It's kind of mad. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and what I do isn't, you know, I is it's not, uh, you can't turn up and just, you know, put a different pair of glasses on. It takes quite a lot of planning sometimes and logistical planning. Uh, it's something I always. I'm doing a pride gig in a few months' time. I think where it, where I'm a bit concerned where there wasn't. You know, when you get the emails through, this is like so. There's just like a tent, like and I was like, well, that's not somewhere to get ready, is it really? Um, so yeah. I'm a bit. You know, you get a bit yeah. like mm, clang, and I probably need to figure You're out. Like, how and I need space to get ready. This the, is about yeah. spectacle. Like, yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. doesn't this doesn't happen? You know. Easily, I can. The amount of film festivals and comic cons that I've got ready in a disabled toilet, or some disused office block, you know, the most strangest places. Um, yeah. I don't need a huge amount of space. It's either I have very little rooms, or I'm in a huge like space. And you're just sitting there. You feel like you're at the departure lounge, and there's been a nuclear holocaust, and you're the only person left alive on the world. Like you're just sitting there going, um, uh, "It's even less." kind of exciting uh so yes that's a few random things each one very different so i'm just have to go i'm just going to turn up and just ro- roll with it i think and and i'm <laughs> so glad best. yes that's exciting though yeah. they, say, they say that when you put yourself in those interesting situations when you when you just go in and you know that's when we have the most growth because if yeah, we don't exactly. try doing things different and doing yeah. and change then we don't grow as people so exactly i am very exactly. excited is there anywhere where the people can see you like where 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 I mean, well, the by the next time one, this comes out yes well, this comes yeah. out I think that first gig's probably gone but um I might be doing it again uh so I'm yeah I'm certainly at Bracknell <laughs> don't be jealous uh Bracknell Pride in uh I think that's in Whee! July um I don't remember the other dates very clear. I'm doing Tully's Farm at some point as well um I can't remember where the other places are but anyway so if you check if you check out my uh, social media I'm sure I will be popping up here there and everywhere or uh, and, I do you know, do check out our social media yes. uh, look at for bunny galore also Allison June Smith uh, mm-hmm. but also I always like to mention uh, we do also if you want to be a patron of ours I mean we we really appreciate that uh, you can find us our patreon is yes the horror motel yeah, sorry, patreon.com slash horror motel. Uh, so if you if you look You're up on so Patreon, good. horror motel, uh, you will find us. There's a link. Tr- if you go to my link tree as well, uh, on all my social media, it has the all the links for uh, the various versions of, which we seem to be everywhere as well. I found, by the way, I found us on Audible <laughs> the other day. I was like, I did not know we were in, on did Audible. You? Yeah, and Google Podcasts. I was like, I had no idea we were on so, so many different platforms. Uh, so you well, generally... Well, that's because our amaz- amazing yes. producer or Nathan, who we never give a shout out to. Can I just say, Nathan? Every time I is... keep forgetting to do this. Yes, yeah. Alison, go for yeah, it. We yes. got to do this. Yeah, Nathan, 
Nathan, I do, I, I, am I allowed to plug your full name? I don't know. He's not even on screen. I'm, I'm doing it. Nathan <laughs> Sparling, who is absolutely wonderful, and we love him with all of our heart and soul. Mm. He is our producer uh, with the mostest. Uh, he does such great work. Um, so, yeah, give, give, give him a little follow and look at all the things. Yes, he does well. loads of things. We love him. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, he brought he us together because, yeah, we didn't know each other before, and he 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 brought us together yeah. by like kismet. <laughs> he did because we were talking about podcasting. I was like, oh, I love horror films, and he was like, hang on, I have an idea, and then introduced us, which was wonderful. So we yeah. love you, Nathan, and thank you for bringing us yeah. together. Yeah. yeah so we have I'm... our weekly time together. Yes, I yeah. have an absolute ball. So doing check the out show. all our social medias, mm. all of our social medias. Uh, Horror Motel, we're on all the platforms. Check it out. We would love that. Um, Yeah, so thank you very much. So, my darling, so this week I'm bringing a film to the Horror Motel. It's a little bit different this week because it is a new, new, new film. It's just come out. Brand spanking new. Yeah, brand spanking new. And it is the 2023. Renfield, and it's just come out, starring Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Holt, uh, as as Dracula and Renfield, which is a combination I have to say I never thought was going to happen. When I first saw the trailer of was it before uh-huh. Christmas or after, I was quite surprised. <laughs> so that's not something I never thought was going to happen. I think the trailer, no. I, I don't think sells it as much as it should be because I really enjoyed this. This is why I wanted to, to do it on the show because oh. th- it falls into our category of like uh, being quite scary at times, quite, you know, quite full-blooded, beautifully shot, incredible cast, incredibly shot. shot, but also pays homages to a lot of older films. So if you've not seen it yet, you might have seen the trailer, boys and girls. You might have seen... um, So in in this, the the modern spin on it is that Renfield, who is the the, uh, henchman, a henchman of Dracula, I guess, in the original novel, he is the... uh, psychic who does the bidding of Dracula uh, in, in the normal movies or in the original he's normally in a, a psychiatric ward of um, Dr. Stewart's so um, but in this he's uh, we see him in the trailer particularly being in a self-help group for having a toxic <laughs> boss oh my the boss. god which so obviously you have the gag everyone else going oh, you know, oh my god my my also my partner is like really really you know my boyfriend's really horrible blah 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 uh, and he's just sitting there going you have no idea how my man's badly impaler um, so that's the, the the kind you think it's just going to be one joke of that and it kind of is that one joke but I was really impressed yeah. by how much else is going on in the film uh, my favourite yes. part is perhaps the flashbacks to they've used because it's I guess it's a universal movie they've used the 1931 Bela Lugosi Dracula uh, as the flashbacks so they've CGI'd Nicholas Holtz and uh, Nicholas Cage's faces on to or, or put them into the scenes of the original 1930 of how they met so this just or recreations of the scene, perhaps. I mean, because it looks—it's very hard to tell what's original footage and what's the um, what's re, what's recreations and what's re- original footage. It looks that amazing. I loved that touch, and I think yes, Nicholas Cage's um, look as well is very actually more. He looks actually more like some of the the teeth bearing versions of Christopher Lee's Dracula where um the teeth look more like long chainy senior in 
I think it's Vampire in London. It's the lost one where he's got that top hat on. He's kind of got the razor teeth, but it's a lost movie. I think it's Vampire in London. I can't it's almost like the 30 Days of Night teeth, too. Those and like 30 scary, Days of Night, like... yes, yes. It's yeah. probably probably yeah. more that, really. Um, I thought it was just glorious. It does go quite Tarantino after a while. I was quite yeah, surprised. It, it suddenly became very Tarantino fight scenes going on. Uh, and uh, and I loved uh, the female lead as well. And I'm going to try not to butcher Aquafina. Aquafina, Aquafina is her. Thank you. Aquafina. Love yeah. her. I only and really know her actress, from yeah. And a rapper. Did you know oh, she's a she? rapper? Oh, that's why she's just got the one she's name. She's a rapper. <laughs> Didn't know that bit. Yeah, Aquafina. She, and her popular right. song was called My Vag. And she sings about oh. my vag. She's like this, your vag. That's who she is. Yeah. That's her, isn't yeah. it? I think I only knew, knew her from Crazy Rich Asians, I think, and maybe something else. Yeah. Because she was, I was looking at her going, I know you from somewhere, but it's a very different kind of role. I thought she was brilliant. I thought she was, it was so also fantastic. Yeah. And how lovely, how delicious not to have a, like, you know, much I love a pretty blonde, um, uh, not to have uh, a a Caucasian casting in that role. I thought it was just, just wonderful to have her as as a strong female. And I loved her sister as well. I thought she Mm -hmm. was great as the cop. They were both Uh, great. I mean, uh, no, she's the detective, isn't she? And she's the cop. It's that way around. Yeah. Uh, she's just great. I loved it. I really, really loved it. Um, I wish I got to see it at the cinema. I think it's had a theatrical yeah. release as well as like going straight to um, streaming. Um, I wish, it, I think it has. Um, it's certainly, at the moment, box office wise, it's still very early days. It's hard to judge it. Cause I think it got made for 65 million. At the moment, it's only made 24 million, but it's like, it's been about four weeks. So it's like, you know, I think it's pro- possibly it because yeah. yeah, it's had a very limited theatrical run. And I think it's probably, I think it will do very well. I think, um, I was really surprised. What, how, what were you expecting from this? Cause I don't really expect a modern film to have, I'm not putting it in the category of young Frankenstein, but it's, uh, because it's probably not quite as witty as that. It's a bit more broader. But it certainly is one of the funniest, still quite scary, still dramatic movies I've seen for quite a while. Yeah. I, look, for me, I, I I can't believe I missed this. When you were like, let's, let's do Renfield, I was like, oh, okay. And then, because I don't even remember really even seeing advertisements for it. I don't, I don't remember seeing, like, I feel like this is one of those movies that, that, like you said, it got put out, short theater release, but there wasn't that much hype about it. Mm. And so I turned it on, I started watching it. And when Nicolas Cage came out as Dracula, that's when I was like, I'm in love. Because look, I got a, I got a Nicolas Cage thing. I just look. We know he'll do whatever movie, but that's what I love about him. He'll be ridiculous. He'll, if it's a Nick Cage movie, I'm in. I don't even care. Mm, and the fact that I Nick know. was Dracula, and I thought he mm. did a great job because oh. Nick is not afraid to to be silly, to be goofy, to be big, to yeah. be this character. And I, I loved him. And then, then we start throwing in the aspect of the whole idea of like self-help codependency yes. <laughs> which i think was such a great way so to bring dracula funny. into mm. our time right yeah. like what would be the current you know and and yeah. that you know he and that that the you know uh, nicholas halt starts going to like a self-help group and talking about these codependent relationships and like 
how he turns his life around and he doesn't need Dracula. And then I, I just, I loved that whole concept of it because I was like, this is such a modern day spin on it. And yes, I thought it's, it was brilliant. I just thought it was brilliant. It's very uh, what we do in the shadows that the is that very the right title? what we do in the shadows. very very yeah. that i don't know if it's inspired by that i don't know because it's so new i've not really seen that as many interviews or obviously it's not come out like on blu-ray so you can have see a, a making of documentary quite yet i've seen a few little like kind of press junket interviews about it but i've not seen the backstory to it yet so it's very if you like yeah. what we do in the shadows it's like that it's very that it has i mean and and certain elements of the, the some of the villains in buffy weirdly i always think with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the only thing they got wrong massively in that show is Dracula. The beginning of season five, they have Dracula arrive, and mm. it's the worst, like, surfer dude kind of version of Dracula, but doing a cod, you know, I am black or you can't understand what he's saying because uh, I think he's got the teeth in all the time but that was probably the one <laughs> one miscast misstep they ever do in Buffy, I think, is, is Dracula. Uh, I thought this was so delicious uh, there's so much in my brain when I think about it because I've only just watched it obviously in the last few days but uh, yeah. <sighs> I just thought it was just so clever I know it's one of those films that's going to go on I think it will go on to be beloved uh, it's a bit like uh, Megan I think had been out a bit longer by the time we reviewed it so it was and it's become such a, a smash this I think will do but it will be a slightly more slow burner because people will discover this film yeah. I think they will find this I think it's very clever I think it's very it, it, and I also oh my goodness Nicholas Hall it's just such amazing casting because you've got to have that kind of wild-eyed craziness because he is very beautiful he's got such soulful eyes and he's very expressive I can't quite get my head round that after all these years that the boy from uh, is it about a boy the one with the Hugh Grant movie the 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 um yes that has grown up I've seen we've seen him do um was not skins that he used to do was it uh, the, the the teen show um in the the noughties has become this like fully fledged amazing artist that kind of does really interesting films I was like oh this is just this is just so it's just such a wonderful wonderful role for him but I agree uh, Nicholas Cage I think is because he's obviously he's quite a lot of makeup he's never he's never just you, you never just see him just as Nicholas Cage it's, it's always as very much as the, quite a monstrous version of Dracula which I love yes. it is very 90 <sighs> It is, it is certainly a mix of Christopher Lee and that Long Cheney senior uh, heavy prosthetic stuff going on. And I love all those jokes about, you know, ah, burnt. And then he has, he's like, he's re- reduced to um, sort of this mess and he has to be fed, you know, back to health again. Very, very, very funny. Um, great. Just a great modern spin on it. I absolutely adored it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. wonder. I do. And like you said, the fight scenes, the the Quentin Tarantino stylish. Very fight Tarantino. Scene. This is why yes. I think this is kind of a movie that, like, surprisingly, I think will mm. cross a lot of markets, and a lot yes. of people will enjoy it. So us horror fans will enjoy it. The Nick Cage lovers will love it. Yeah. Um, if you like a good fight scene, because they are so well choreographed, and Aquafina oh. in it is. She's amazing. A acting, the fight scene, her attitude, who she is, like. There were just some fight scenes that, and I'm yeah. not really like an action fight scene kind of gal, but oh, no, I'm not particularly. Yeah, couldn't I, take my eyes off. Yeah, yeah, it's very. There's a TV show called Gangs of London. I've still not seen season two. It was a bit of a lockdown 
uh, lockdown one mo- uh, TV show for me. And the biggest surprise of Gangs in London is that type of fight scenes. Very cinematic. Not wire work so much. I used to hate the wire work when it's kind of overused, but the, the, it just incredible cinematic fight scenes they have in Gangs of London. And this is very similar. So it doesn't feel like it's too f- uh, faked. I think also Renfield is... Uh, so Jonathan Harker in the book is the one that goes to the castle. Then he's kind of left at the castle. And when uh, Renfield in the book is supposed to be the, the original estate agent that was dealing with it, uh, yes. Dracula's case and he's returned to England he's gone mad from his dealings with Dracula so that by the time we get to uh, Whitby it's um, he's uh, become quite crazed so obviously he's not um, a vampire uh, he's kind of under the power of Dracula and he's always talking about eating spiders and bugs and things like that so in this version he is human-ish but I think he's been sustained by the blood of Dracula and uh, and he's empowered. He's kind of his. Oh, I know what it is. Spinach, Popeye, and spinach. Yeah. When he needs to fight and things like that, when he needs a boost, he'll eat bugs and spiders, and that will rejuvenate him and make him stronger and make him fight. So I love that little bit. Uh, I do. They kept that. I like that yeah. they kept that because yeah. I love was, the law you know, always... of it all. Yeah, I love the law yeah. of it all. The the um the blood of Dracula, a vampire can re- re- heal you, but it's kind of it doesn't sort of turn you into a vampire unless you drink, you, you can drink his blood, but they, he's got to drink your blood first and then you drink the blood of the vampire to turn you into a vampire and then you physically yeah. die and then you turn into a vampire. So I love they keep all that kind of law there. It still kind of still makes sense. Um, I love, I've, oh, I've forgotten her name. The fee, So it also deals a lot with uh, with gangs, actually. That's probably why it reminds me of Gangs of London. And the same with the Gangs of London. There's a very strong female mother character in this who I think is yes. happy in this. Yes. I've forgotten her name off the top of my head, uh, but she is fantastic. And the annoying she is, son. She's so uh, good. Yeah. She was Ben just Schwartz is the, inna- yes. is the annoying son. Ben Schwartz. Oh, that's right. Who yes. was also, he was hmm. also in. Oh, was it? It wasn't Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, it wasn't in Brooklyn Nine Nine. What was no, it? No, he's from something, isn't he? Um, oh, sure. Community. I believe it was yes, Community. Yes, Community. Yes, I think, you're I think right. it was Community. Uh, mm. But he's always played this excellent, obnoxious sort of character, yes. and he was great being the son That's of right. this. Like, so again, they bring in gangsters. They bring in like fight scenes. We've got this like yeah. codependent uh, self help. That's what I mean. I mean, there's so many little like angles to this movie that I was just mm. like everyone like i think this uh, would cross market you know because it is kind of a comedy horror i, I believe it, it is, is a comedy yeah horror, as it's far a comedy as horror yeah 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 and it very yeah. is it's um it's not pastiche uh, uh, unlike uh, young frankenstein uh, it's more in the uh, t- it, slightly controversial film now but uh one i is still one of my top three movies of the time which is uh the fearless vampire killers better known in the uk as dance of the vampires the roman polanski movie it's it's obviously uh a bit contentious now because of roman polanski but uh but i love that movie because it's kind of played straight but it has comedy elements situations in it and this is kind this is played pretty straight-ish uh, but has comedic elements and storylines as part of it. So it's not like you're doing a a, a full-on spoof, um, uh, like, oh, uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It, and that sort of, those type of movies. Yeah. Uh, 
where it's almost or a scary movie version it's not like it's that sort of comedy the comedy comes from the situations and it but it's played for real by the by the cast albeit a little bit heightened but uh, and I think that's where and that's kind of my favorite way of doing it so even Young Frankenstein is kind of it is a spoof because you're spoofing original movies of the of the Frankenstein universal films but it still play pretty straight really yeah. Um, it's still, you know, they they take it serious, and they, I think that's a that's to me that's the perfect way to play comedy. Play it straight, be in silly situations, but play it straight. Don't don't send it up too much, because that's when it becomes unintentionally funny, and it's kind of like it yes. doesn't become funny at all. So I think this is perfectly pitched. I think it's gloriously filmed, and it's not the uh, it, uh, the plot I think possibly could have done with a bit more finessing I do feel like sometimes I see the Covid filming situation I, I sometimes when things don't quite match up uh, the continuity is slightly wonky lately I go like mm, I feel like this is Covid has kind of messed things around a little bit um, like there isn't uh, quite cohesiveness to some of the elements towards the end of the film but that's fine. I've seen a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a yeah. lot oh, worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot worse. Sorry. And we it was before COVID, so we can't blame before, it on that. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah fine. So I, th- I think it's great. I'm very excited. I really want to watch it again. You know, that show, it's a good sign, isn't it? We're gonna, I really want to yeah. watch this again. And really I see it for the second time and go like, oh, okay, I really enjoy those uh, those elements that I enjoyed the first time and see probably new things in it because it's so much going on that I'm sure I've missed so much in this film that there I just are. didn't realise yeah. it was there yeah can't wait yeah so even my dog agrees uh, there was a lot of do- <laughs> bears getting worked up there was a lot of yeah because there were so many storylines in it I mean even when we come to Aquafina and how she you know she's trying to be the best cop she could be because her dad was a cop and you know yes. like there's just so yes, many like that. lovely yes. storylines within it um, side note I loved these things so Renfield mm. the actual character Nicholas Holt uh, he uh, everyone actually ate some bugs for Ooh. real. He actually Ooh. ate crickets, crickets, oh, wow. so grasshoppers. He ate oh, a lot gosh. of those. The The rest of the bugs were uh, made up of, what was it? It was caramel, caramel, little caramel pieces. Caramel and then ones. they would yeah, stick sure. in just a little, yeah, to make it look like, oh, you know, gosh. these spiders or these little bugs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. he did oh, eat on, actual I'm a celebrity time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, have you, I've eaten the grasshopper because in Mexico, my friend brought some back. They grasshoppers are like a delicacy, so you like fry them up and you put them in lemon and salt. And my friend brought some back, and she was like, "Do you want to try a grasshopper? Great source of protein, everyone." And they are—they're like a crunchy little. If you can get past the thought that you were eating, yeah, eating a grasshopper, yeah. a cricket, you know what I mean? You can—they're actually quite crunchy and salty and lovely. Not that I would want to eat them all the time. I'm not saying that. But. I think I've, I've just slightly thrown up in my mouth slightly there, just at the thought of it. I Do, know, I know. Try to, f- yeah. Talking of which, so a friend of mine works on I'm, I'm a Celebrity and has done for many years. And she's always Ooh. asking me, uh, would you? Would I ever do it? And I'm, she doesn't mean that I'm well known enough to do it. But she means as in, you know, if 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 that option was given to, if I was in the position would to do, do it. Would you just do it, yeah. Would, would you do it? And uh, I think I'm a celebrity because of that 
uh, let alone, you know, the fears of certain things. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with spiders. I hate snakes. I don't like reptiles. Crocodiles and reptiles scare me more. I don't know why. But um, probably movies, probably, I guess. Spiders, not that scared of. You know, I can pick up a spider and in most, you know, some straight friends of mine would be, you know, on the ceiling screaming like eight-year-old girls. Oh. But, I, but I'm like, oh, I get the drag queen to pick up the spider. Um, <laughs> snakes, on the other <laughs> <Drag> hand. <queen. laughs> Yeah, snakes on the other hand, yeah. not so much. Uh, but would uh, but the eating challenges on I'm a Celebrity, I'm not sure I could do it. Could you, if the if in that position, Alison, um, money aside, do you think you could do it? Yeah. Money aside. <laughs> money aside. Because <laughs> I'm like, we, uh, we only do yeah. it for the money. I'm not doing yeah. it for pleasure, everyone. Okay, <laughs> I could probably stomach a lot of the eating stuff. Right. I would feel, I would have a hard time, you know, when they're in the teams and, and all that pressure is on you yeah. to do something. I feel like that would be overwhelming. That would be yes, the thing where I'd be like, I can't true. have everything. I can't have their mm. worlds reliant on, on mine, me. Yeah. Like that, that that's, would, yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's actually that's very, pressure. that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I mean, yeah. Pay me a quarter of a million, then I've, I'll be there in a heartbeat. To be fair, with most reality TV, uh, I say yes to things with a packet of crisps and you know and uh, a sandwich. And I'm usually there, so let alone a quarter of a million uh, or, or or fifty quid. I do. I, I've done a lot worse. Are you kidding? If that paid for me for a few years of living, I'll I'll suck exactly. back a kangaroo anus. Let's do it. <laughs> so well done, Nicholas Holt, for doing it for, on camera. In We're very proud of you. <laughs> yeah but yes i just wanted to ask you that question uh so uh i think i think the probably time for that that immortal question allison is mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. i think we both love this film do you think although it's a very new film do you have yeah. any idea where in the horror motel you would put the brand new spanking sparkling sexy renfield well now I thought about this because uh, I was I was try- I always try to be creative with my answers. Mm. I was trying to find the right spot, and I was like, eh, obviously, you know, he needs to be underground, probably a basement, yes. the cellar. Yeah. However, Darkness. I thought, you know, I kind of I kind of want to give Dracula some some respect. Some right. so I, I don't want to put him in the in the basement in the cellar of the hotel. We have a lovely little conservatory outside and and unbelievably there is a down there is a secret little cellar under the conservatory we don't know what it's there for but i feel that will just give him more proper sleep i don't want a grumpy dracula who's upset because everyone was banging around all day running around in the hotel doing we got a lot of shit going on right we've got Mm. like ghosts we've got the fog floating around uh (laughs) you know there's a lot of noise there's a lot of noise. The killer clowns are and, running around the family room. Yeah, it's, there's a lot going on. Oh, my so. God. It's, it's constant mayhem. So I I don't want an angry Dracula, right? I want to stay being a human right now. So I have decided it is in the cellar of our conservatory outside. That way it's a bit more earthy. It's not as developed. I feel like the ground might be a bit older. It might just be overall a bit more comfortable for uh, yes. our, our Renfield and Dracula. So... That is where I'm checking them into. I am checking them into the basement of the cellar. 
Yeah. Ooh. And but Renfrew, you're allowed to come up and hang out with us whenever you want. That is absolutely yeah. fine. Also, there's a lot of bugs. There's bugs in that area, exactly. so I thought that might be a yeah, nice. In the conservatory, there's a lot of po- you know? there is quite a few potted palms in there, isn't there? And some like some yeah. greenery in yeah. there. So Renfield would be happy because he can eat the bugs without yeah. you know Anton Deck screaming at him. Um, <laughs> so he can t- <laughs> to do that. I do love Anton Deck. And I you're helping say, me. You're helping me to get rid of the insects in the conservatory, right? Exactly. All those plants. You're gonna help exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I love the, the little sort of, you know, if you press the button on the side, the stone slab flips up and you can see the little stone spiral staircase down into the cellar of the conservatory. Exactly. I think that's a lovely idea. <laughs> I love that. No, that's very, very true. Um, I always, you know, I, I really enjoy this movie. I'm a big Dracula fan. I think it's always been very special to me, Dracula. Uh, Dracula, as a, as a, a subject matter, uh, was one yeah. of the first things I read, I think. And I, you know, I was d- diagnosed being dyslexic when it, you know, very early days of dyslexia being a thing in like the very, very early 80s. And there'd been a TV version in 77 on BBC with, I've forgotten, it's the guy from Gigi, the musical film of Gigi. He plays, French actor, he plays Dracula. And then you've got the, the my favourite version, which is Frank Langella, 1978, maybe 79 over here, uh, with Lawrence Olivier as uh, as Van Helsing, uh, which is a very lush, romantic version. We must do that at some point because mm. it's just, oh my God, John Williams yep. score as well. Oh my goodness. Uh, so uh, because I'd seen those versions at that point, which has probably been on ITV, late night ITV by that point, why I was watching these films <laughs> about 10 or 11, I don't know, but that's, you know, welcome to uh, <laughs> 70s, 80s parenting. Um uh, but I loved all that, and I think, and I think, and I didn't watch the original. I I probably watched some Hammer by that point. I I didn't watch Bela Lugosi's until the Channel Four had shown all the Universals in about eighty four, I think. So I didn't see that at that point. But it's what inspired me to pick up a book and read. So I read oh, no. a bridge. You know, like the original Dracula book is uh, Bram Stoker's version is is like a diary entries, isn't it? It's kind of quite sporadic. Thankfully, there was probably it must be like Penguin is a company in the UK. They released a slightly junior version where it was yes. a coherent story, and and that's yeah, it was one of the first, that and Doctor Who got me reading. Well, at a time when I found it very hard. So Dracula has always been very special to me. Uh, I, it's up there with Ooh. Alice in Wonderland and The Wizard of Oz and things that you know I loved as a child that inspired me to read. So I love, I've always loved it. It's very hard to do well, and it hasn't been a good new version since we did. You know, we talked about the Bram Stoker um, Dracula uh, back Gary Oldman one a few months ago now, wasn't it? Um, so I love this as a new, albeit a comedic version, but I love this as yeah. part of the pantheon of Draculas that are there. Do you have a favourite one yourself, Alison? Do you have a favorite? Dracula? I mean, you know, whenever I think of Dracula, I do think of Bram Stoker's. I think of Keanu. Yeah, sure. I think, you yeah, because that was kind of, mm, you know, my. I love that age. version. But oh my god, forever! I, I, it's just part of who I am. But I have to say, I mean, just for the sheer modern twist, I mean, this is up there yeah. for one of my favorite kind of ideas of like Dracula and him yeah. still existing and yeah. delving into the I, I, I just so this might be up there as one of my new yeah. kind of favorites in regard to the Dracula genre yeah um, 
Same. Yeah, I, I, I have to say it. Like it really, I'm so glad you brought this to my attention because had I missed mm. it, I would have been heartbroken. And I yeah. cannot encourage you enough to go see it, everyone. Yeah, like, really do. If you like yeah. horror, if you like Dracula, if you're a fan of any of the artists involved, go go and watch it. I think this is such a fun, fresh version of it. Uh, it's not perfect, I don't think. It's not a perfect, perfect movie. But, nope. um, but you know, I am the queen of the cult movies. I, I know I deal in bad movies a lot of the time. So, I know, give me the brain that wouldn't die any day over maybe, <laughs> you know, Spartacus. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, I am probably more leaning in this direction as well. I, I think it does it really, really well. Even if you're not a horror fan, I'd say watch this. Because I think it deals on different levels. Obviously, most of our audience for yeah. this podcast is probably do like our horror. horror fans. Uh, but if you have a friend or someone who's like, mm. I don't really like horrors, I think this might be yes. one of those ones where you're like, yeah, exactly. but this is a good gateway. Yeah. This is a good gateway, a good gateway into... Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. It kind of gives me Lost Boys vibes. In in I would almost yeah. place it in the same world as Lost Boys, artistically, perhaps. So, yeah. So, I can't... Yes, I would say the same thing. Do yourself a favour and go and watch Renfield. Wherever you get your movies, I would definitely, definitely watch this one. And until the next time on the Horror Motel, it's goodbye from me, Bunny Galore, and... Goodbye from me, Alison Jean Smith.